That over, please. What I was don't that? Know what to do. We didn't need no introduction, no nada. Good morning, USA. Hey, fam. Happy Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Yes. Good morning, everybody. I think today is the start of Amazon Prime Day. I just thought I'd let you know. What the hell is Amazon Prime Day? I'm sure my daughter knows because as much as she orders from Amazon Prime and my son. It's today and tomorrow. It happens every year. They have all these special uh, sales and deals on Prime. Oh, yeah. I'm sure my daughter knows. Like, my kids order the hell out of Amazon Prime. Like, they order the... I ain't going to say the dumbest things, but they order everything. Like, yesterday a package came. It was in my name. I put it on the side. My son goes, oh, that's mine. I'm like, I didn't order anything. He's like, yeah, I did. I ordered socks. I was like, it's in my name. He said, look. And it was a pair of socks. But they order everything I on Amazon to, Prime. I used to order a lot of stuff to your house. Yeah, you did. You stopped. You slowed down. That, that must tell me that you're not out and about anymore like that. Well, I don't see you in the studio every day. That's probably it, yeah. Cause I, How I mean, am I, I going to get my stuff? Because I think the mailman thought you lived there. He was like, yeah, uh, he was like, you want to sign this for ye? I'm like, she doesn't live here. Whatever. I live in the basement. You live in the basement. <laughs> Why not? What's going on? What you do yesterday? Anything? Uh, let's see. What did I do yesterday? Uh, yesterday I did lip service. So mm-hmm. today we have an episode coming out uh, with Queen Naja. So that should okay. be pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else did I do yesterday? Oh, you know, so I have been doing strength training because, you know, I've never really had any muscle. I'll go running, but I never do a real workout. So I have a, a trainer. So I've been doing, so I had a training session yesterday. Okay. That's about it. Queen Naja hit me and wanted me to DJ her, uh, I think her birthday party. She was having a birthday party and wanted me to DJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't really know her, so she hit me on DM, and I don't really check my DM, so I think I hit it back too late. And she was like, oh, no, we got somebody, so, uh, you know, whatever. But I would love to do it. I think I would have fun. I, I Damn, really, you dissed her. I, no, I didn't diss her. I just didn't, I don't check my DMs like that. Usually my assistant checks Happy my Happy birthday DMs. to Queen Naja. <laughs> we didn't see it. Yeah, happy birthday to Queen Naja. I'd love to do it. You know, I haven't really been DJing, like, it's... Because everything that's going on with COVID, coronavirus, I don't really DJ. I haven't really traveled. I think I traveled one time since... You went to Atlanta. Yeah, I went to Atlanta, did that one party in Atlanta. And that's it. I really haven't been out and about. I I do these things for uh, 50, shot to 50. Um, But other than that, I haven't, like... And I miss it. Like, I I look online and I see the clubs packed and I see the crowd moving. Like, I really miss it. Especially this is homecoming season. We're doing something special for homecoming. But I really miss going out and DJing and working and seeing people laugh, seeing people smile and dance and having a good time. Like, I miss interacting with people. Like, I really do, you know? Well, they're saying the numbers are going back up. So, you know, let's be careful. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Well... (laughs) Charlemagne will be joining us in a little bit. I think he had a flight, and I think his flight lands, and uh, I think his flight should be landing right now, so he, he'll be joining us in a second. But we got front page news coming up. What are we talking about? Yes, let's talk about Donald Trump. He had a campaign rally in Florida yesterday, and he did a 20-minute speech where he offered to kiss everybody. We'll tell you about it. 
I heard. I heard he wanted to kiss men. I heard he wanted to kiss beautiful women. I heard he wanted to just kiss just everybody, including you, Yi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wasn't there. No. All right. Well, we'll get to it next. Maybe that's what Charlamagne was. That's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Ah, now last night, New Orleans Saints beat the Chargers 30-27. And Tuesday night, football! I don't think I've ever seen football. <laughs> but tonight is a rescheduled game. The Buffalo Bills take on the Tennessee Titans. And we got to send a rest in peace to Hall of Fame second baseman Joe Morgan. Now he played for the Cincinnati Reds. Passed away at 77 years old. Now, Morgan is a two-time National League Most Valuable Player and a 10-time All-Star and won five gold gloves, golden gloves. So, congratulations to him. Rest and in rest peace. in peace. And, you know, shout out to his family and all that. But great, great, great base- baseball player. Now, what else are you talking about, you? Well, Donald Trump was at a rally, and it was in Florida, and he said that he is immune from coronavirus. Listen to this. One thing with me, the nice part. I went through it. Now they say I'm immune. I can feel, I feel so powerful. I'll walk into that audience. I'll walk in there. I'll kiss everyone in that audience. I'll kiss the guys and the beautiful women and um, everybody. I'll just give you a big fat kiss. <laughs> I don't want to kiss I don't like, why did, I didn't like that. Why do the women have to be beautiful for him to give them a kiss? Why not the beautiful guys and the beautiful women? Or why not just the guys... And all the women. I mean, don't don't knock that guy. Maybe that's what he's into. Maybe he likes, you know, ugly and beautiful men, and he just likes beautiful women. I mean, he just wants to kiss everybody. He wants to kiss you and you. Oh, my goodness. He's crazy. He also said that they're going to take whatever the hell they gave me and distribute it around to hospitals. Everyone is going to have the damn thing. He's the only person that's ever gotten that cocktail of antibodies that he got. Um, Now, his press secretary also posted an update from his physician, Uh, releasing the information about uh, him testing negative and the test that he got. But according to another expert, uh, he said, sorry, but FDA guidance for a Binax now, that's a test he got, even says negative results do not rule out COVID infection and should not be used as the sole basis for treatment or patient management decisions, including infection control decisions. No point, sorry. So I guess that means nothing. And also, not to mention, just yesterday, they talked about a man in the United States, in Nevada, who was the first person to contract coronavirus twice that they have on record. So they confirmed that he did get reinfected with coronavirus. And that was within less than two months. according to a case study. So they gave him two different genetic strains of COVID-19 in less than two months. And they said the second infection was symptomatically more severe than the first. And they've been saying there's been reinfection cases in other countries as well. They said also in Hong Kong, the Netherlands, Belgium, and Ecuador, they do have coronavirus reinfection studies cases on record. So now we have ours as well. Wow. I mean, don't listen to the president. I mean, I know it's hard to say because he is the president, but he will get you coronavirus. I mean... Also, he don't be knowing. He's like, I He don't know. He just makes some stuff. Maybe four months, they say. Some people think this. Some people... You can't just say random things. No, the craziest thing when you you were here, when he said, I just have a little Rona. He said, I just have a little bit in my system. Just a little bit. They said just a little bit. What is just a little bit? What are you talking about, Mr. President? Right. You don't want people. And they, so in other words, if you have had coronavirus, don't think that you're immune and you can't ever get it again. You should still take the same precautions of wearing a mask out in public because, as you can see, it is possible to get reinfected. All right. That is your front page news. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Phone lines are wide open again. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? You, what's up, Envy? Hey, Trav, I haven't <gasps> heard from you in a Trav, while. Trav, hey, boo. Easy, welcome back, babe. How are you? Hi, Trav, how are you? I'm doing good. How was your vacation? It was good. It was relaxing. I didn't really do much. I had a villa. All we did was stay in the villa and go to the beach. Well, I'm glad you're back because, you know, you, you be leaving us with these two when you be gone. Oh. You can't say Trav, that, Trav. I don't know that. Right? Come on, Trav. That offends I people. Didn't, I, didn't know that. I, didn't, I didn't know that was offensive. You didn't know that was offensive, Trav? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Go ahead, Trav. <laughs> Not to be. Where Charlemagne at? I don't know. Trump said he's kissing people, so maybe he's who he's with Trump. We don't know. <laughs> Okay. I want to say, can I say something real quick about Bill Burr? Of course. Like, so y'all know he was on Saturday Night Live, and mm-hmm. I, I, just, I just hate when people be like, oh, the LGBT community is canceled. Like, don't, don't say the LGBT community. Like, say, say the white game. Because the black, the black okay. one, I thought, I thought it was hilarious for his monologue. <laughs> I'm with you. They be wanting people to be mad so bad, Joe. When I love, like, comedians. Dave Chappelle, like, you tell a gay joke and it's funny. It's funny. Like, as long as it's not offensive. Well, that's what, you know what's funny, Chap? I was saying that yesterday. Now, we were talking about how they said it was offensive. White women were offended by some of what he said. And I said, look, if you say a joke as a comedian and it's funny and it makes sense, you can get away with a lot. The problem is exactly. when you say it's something like, and it doesn't make sense and it's not funny. Exactly. If it's not funny, it's just, it's just, it's just mean. Okay, but, good. All right, all right, so. Hello, who's this? This is Johnny B from the Bronx. What's up? Hey, what's up, Johnny B? Get it off your chest. How is your man Trump telling people he was willing to jump in the crowd and kiss him and he just had corona? That's crazy. And it's Right. Crazy. And then he got people in the crowd cheering for that like that's a good thing. What is wrong with people? Yeah, like they want to kiss him. I don't know. This is a crazy nation we living in, man. I hope everybody gets up and votes and votes in a direction to get this man out of office. I'm with you, Right, and coronavirus or not, who wants to get kissed by Donald Trump? Yeah, nobody. I hope you, everybody has a blessed <laughs> day. Again, shout out to the Bronx, and thank you for having me on the air, you guys. All right, you be safe, brother. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Javante Davis. It's about time. What's going on? This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Yes, Javante Davis is talking about fighting. He wants to do a live fight again. And he said he's only speaking for himself as a fighter. Listen to what he had to say. I'm okay with getting sick to please the fans. If I got sick and I found out that night, I'd be okay with just just knowing that I put on a great show. I did it in front of the fans. I did it for a cause. You know, so yeah. if I if I got to take that hit, then, you know, I'll call team by myself. I mean, I understand he wants to fight. I understand he wants to get things back to normal, but he has to know that it's not safe. I mean, unless they can, you know, properly socially distance and maybe everybody sits six feet away, but it's it's going to be very difficult. It can happen, I guess, if they do 25% of the arena, but you don't want people well, to Well, he is fighting on Halloween, by the way. Yeah, is, so but they're not going to allow people in, in the arena, though, right? Uh, it's going to be a live crowd. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. And, yeah, it's a little nerve-wracking, right? Yeah. I mean, but I've seen people all kinds of places, so I'm not sure what they're doing there, if they're going to, you know, socially distance or how it's going to go down, but he's doing a fight, and he doesn't mind if he gets 
coronavirus or get sick as long as his fans have a good show. And I, I'm not going to lie. Like, I see people going to these football games, and it's only about 20 25%, and people are spread out. They're spread apart. I'm like, I, I kind of want to go, but my That's also outdoors, on. too, mostly, right? And yeah. a lot bigger. Yeah, outdoors. Yeah, so I don't know. And look, uh, for Javante, it's not even just about you getting sick, though, because people who come to your fight could get sick. Correct. So, yeah. All right, now let's talk about T-Boz. Uh, she was doing an interview with Hollywood Unlocked, and she talked about feeling like the industry turned their backs on TLC after Left Eye passed. Here's what she had to say. Honestly, when Lisa died, the whole industry turned on us. Everybody, L.A. Reed, mm. I'll, I'll call them all out. I don't care. L.A., everybody. Then the artists, I remember the one who said, yeah, it was VH1 Super Bowl Bliss. That concert was the most stressful, hectic concert. Um, Nelly was supposed to open. He's on the plane. As soon as he landed, and we have a police escort. He's like, I got to get my hair cut. <laughs> like, Drake, he pulled out. We had just did his OVO test. He was like, I don't know. I'm working on my performance. T.I., everybody. I mean, that sounded now, crazy. That's stressful. Imagine you have a concert, and then Nelly and Drake, who are supposed to co-perform with you, pull out of the concert. Yeah, that sounds crazy, the last especially... Minute. Especially if they just did the uh, OVO festival a couple of days before and you expected him to come. And I'm surprised Nelly pulled out because he didn't get a haircut, she said. That doesn't sound like Nelly. I mean, I'm sure at some point Nelly's going to tell his side of the story to say what happened. But that's an awful feeling. Like, you feel like people ain't got your backs, they don't know what's going to happen, and you just lost one of the members of your group. You're trying to keep it together? Yeah, it's a horrible feeling. Yeah, I would love to hear from Nelly. She said Nelly, T.I., and Drake. I mean, Drake... It just, it just all seems weird to me. Like and I said, because Drake just had him at the OVO Festival. Nelly is that type of dude. Nelly's a stand-up dude, so I can't see Nelly saying, I ain't get a haircut, so I ain't going. That just sounds crazy. Right, he saved your life. He did. Yeah, so I can't see that happening. Mm -hmm. All right, now Louis Vuitton has unveiled their uh, NBA capsule collection that Virgil actually did under the artistic direction of Virgil. Did you have a chance to see it? Yeah, I did see some of it. What did you think of the Louis Vuitton NBA collection? Um, it was it was okay. Um, some of the stuff that Louis Vuitton doing is a little extra and a little over the top and very expensive. I ain't gonna lie. There's this uh, blue jacket that looks kind of amazing. I like it. Okay. If you have so, a chance, like a leather jacket. I'm not gonna get anything. Easy. I'm just... I'm not spending no money. I'm just saying it looks nice. That's all. I don't know how much it costs. <laughs> yeah, now the bag is dope. If you're a basketball player, you could carry your bag in a Louis Vuitton bag. But the problem is, is you're not gonna take that bag to the park. You know, but yeah, hey, Louis Vuitton jacket is dope. Some of the stuff that they have is dope. They have a whole box that holds a trophy. Why would you need that unless you were a ball player, I guess? Yeah, <laughs> this is for the ball players. That, that, that's something that, that LeBron will buy us. Michael Jordan, you know, people like that. <laughs> All right, now Logic has bought something for a quarter million dollars, and he bought a Pokemon card. I don't know anything about these cards, but apparently... Uh, he spent over $200,000 on a very rare Pokemon card, which, by the way, one of our producers, Dan, said he actually owns that card as well from back in 1999 or something. Is it in good condition, Dan? I'll give you a dollar for it right now. No, it's definitely not in the condition Logic paid for it. Oh, damn. I know. Is it? So what could you get for yours? Honestly, I have no idea. I got to talk to Gary V. Well, give it to me and let <laughs> me figure it out. Nope. 
I got it. Yeah. Well, Logic said on Instagram, when I was a kid, I absolutely loved Pokemon, but couldn't afford the cards. I remember even trying to trade food stamps for theirs. And now as an adult who has saved every penny he has made being able to enjoy something that I've loved since childhood, now as a grown man, it's like buying back a piece of something I could never have. It's not about the material. It's about the experience. I get it. I understand. That's the reason why I think I love cars the way I love cars. Because as a kid, I couldn't afford it. And I always wanted certain cars. I would always see the drug dealers driving the dope cars. And when I got a little older and I was able to afford it, I bought it. My wife hates it, though. But, and you know, I said a Pokemon card, not car. I know. I'm just telling you how I feel about <laughs> how he feels about his card. I feel about my cars. That's why I buy them old 88 BMWs and 91. Because, you know, when I was a child, I couldn't afford it. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. I'm Angela Yee. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now we got front page news coming up. What are we talking about? Yes, and since we were talking about this already this morning, let's talk about the first day of confirmation hearings for Donald Trump's Supreme Court nominee, Amy Coney Barrett. We'll tell you what happened. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Leaving a child in a hot vehicle can lead to their death in a matter of minutes. If you see a child left unattended and can't locate their parents, call 911. If the child is unresponsive, do whatever it takes to get him or her out safely, including breaking the window. You may be the only thing between the child's life and death. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, the New Orleans Saints uh, beat the Chargers last night, 30-27. Now, in Tuesday Night Football, I don't think I've ever Never said Never thought that. you'd be saying that, right? Nah, but it's pretty cool to watch football on Tuesday. The Buffalo Bills play the Tennessee Titans at 7. This is a rescheduled game. Now, what else are we talking about, Yee? Johnson & Johnson has paused their COVID-19 vaccine trial after an unexplained illness. They said one of the volunteers... Uh, was ill, and that is being reviewed and evaluated by an independent data safety monitoring board. So they said that these things do happen, and even those that are serious are all an expected part of any clinical study, especially large studies. We don't know what that illness is. They said they do respect people's privacy, but based on the commitment to safety, all clinical studies conducted by Johnson & Johnson have pre-specified guidelines. Yeah, that's a little scary because, I mean, they made it the way they made it seem was like the vaccine is right around the corner. But if, if they have to stall or pause, that's that's very scary. You know, I guess in clinical trials, what they're saying is that serious adverse events are not uncommon. So there's a large number of people. They said it's the biggest trial of the vaccine that they know of. It's about 60,000 people. And within that trial, you would expect a few pauses. And just to be clear, they said there's a distinction between a study pause and a regulatory pause, a regulatory hold. So Mm -hmm. a study pause means that they're pausing uh, and but a regulatory hold means that it's required by a regulatory health authority. So this is just a study pause. Okay. I would think, though, yes, 60,000 people that are being tested with this new trial that something's going to happen to somebody. Yeah, but it's, it's very scary because, I mean, obviously we need the vaccine. I mean, the way that they're shutting mm-hmm. movie theaters down and restaurants and regular people still can't go to work. Uh, and that's outside of the big businesses like, your, you know, your Air Deltas and your American Airlines and all that stuff. Like, people have to work. So we need to figure this out because we can't shut the country down. Again, people can't afford it. I can't afford it. Nobody yeah, can Yeah, but you also it. can't get you can't give people the damn vaccine if you don't know what the effects are. That is true. So. 
All right, now let's talk about the Senate hearing that happened yesterday, uh, the first day of confirmation hearings for Donald Trump's Supreme Court nominee, Amy Coney Barrett. There were a lot of speeches. I was watching what Kamala Harris had to say. Uh, mm -hmm. And, you know, listen, at the end of the day, and this is what they said from the very beginning, Judiciary Chairman Lindsey Graham acknowledged the fact that it's not about persuading each other unless something really dramatic happens. All Republicans and all Democrats will vote no. So that is what the feeling is. They said nobody's mind on the committee is going to be changed by what transpires in the Senate hearing room. What the Democrats were focused on was the Affordable Care Act and that potentially being taken away. And the Republicans were focused on religion because she's Catholic. Right. So, all you know, right. this does affect everybody, though, because mm -hmm. this is a lifetime appointment. Right. Just to be clear. And what Kamala Harris was pointing out was what most what a lot of people would want. And this is what the Democrats want is they want to wait to see who wins the election before they fill that seat, because the election is just a couple of weeks away. And I think November that's what 3rd, they should do, so. too. I mean, yeah, because mm -hmm. I mean, like you said, election is what? Less than how many days away? It's November 3rd. So however November many, 21 days, I don't know yeah, how many 20 days, days something like that. So, yeah, I think the next president should, should, I think they should wait to the election. I mean, it's only 16 or 20 days, whatever it is. But I think they should wait. Like 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 uh, Kamala Harris said, like Honest Abe did. I think we should absolutely positively wait. Mm -hmm. And But, you know, of course, the Republicans are trying to make sure that they uh, get another representative in there. So it's all political. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. What were we were talking about behind the scenes, G? Oh, man. Now, I was talking about Ryan Henry since we're going to get right into it. And uh, there's a lot of stuff going on with him. And I guess someone who is his best friend that they've known since childhood, he's actually uh, his best friend's, the, he's the godfather to his son and everything. Mm -hmm. And according to, um, let me pull up this story. According to his uh, best friend, I guess probably former best friend right now, he's saying that Ryan Henry uh, slept with his baby mama. Right. And he's not happy. He said, uh, I've been debating over a week about sharing this. Everyone says don't run the social media. We run the social media for our joys, but hide our lows. Well, I'm at my lowest point I've ever been in in my life. I found out last week via my son's mother text that her and Ryan, my best friend and father to my godson, has been effing each other over a year and a half. It took so much of a toll. I ended up overdosing last week. Do I wow. want to kill myself? No. The overwhelming pain and me being distraught led me down a path I had never faced. So we'll tell you how Ryan responded, but we want to get your thoughts because a lot of us have been, I guess, uh, stabbed in the back by one of our really good friends. Those are the people that can hurt you the most, your best friends. Absolutely. So let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. So Ryan Henry is from Black Ink Crew, Chicago, if you don't know where he's from. Mm -hmm. He uh, slept with his best friend's uh, Well, baby now, mother. we don't know his side of the story yet, but we're going to get to that when we come back, at least. All right. Before. Mm -hmm. So 800-585-1051. We'll say allegedly. Uh, I mean, I guess it's two sides. Could you sleep with your best friend's baby mother? Would you? You know, maybe y'all fell in love. Could you have uh, that type of relationship? It happens That's the all phone. the time. That's the question. 800-does it happen all the time? What kind of circle I mean, are you guys in if that happens all the time? No, my I'm best just friend saying, this knocking is, off my baby mother? This has happened. But let's talk before, about it. Because those are the people that be closest to you. 585-1051. And shout out to Ryan Henry. I know he listens to the show. So if you're up, Ryan, give us a call. We'd love to talk to you, too. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> Pull out, pull out your phone. Call in right now. You call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Pick up the phone. 
call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about Black Ink Crew Chicago. Uh, one of the stars of the show, Ryan Henry, friend to the room. Now, what's going on with Ryan Henry? Uh, well, his best friend is sharing on social media, and he's saying that Ryan Henry allegedly slept with his uh, baby mom while he was battling cancer, by the way. And he said he found this out via text. He even shared the text messages. Uh, and he even went and told Rachel, who is Ryan Henry's ex, who also um, he has a child with. So he told her about the incident as well. And so I guess now Ryan was threatening him. I don't know. But here's what Ryan Henry had to say. He said he's making himself look worse. Worse to what? But y'all don't like me anyway. Y'all don't even know what's real behind that story. I'm not going to say anything. There's so definitely a lot of people that want to say a lot of I take mama just on the chin, but uh, I ain't going to say nothing. All right, so he really didn't say anything, but let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. What's the foulest thing a friend has done to you? Now, you want to start mm -hmm, with you? Mm -hmm. what's, what's the foulest thing a friend has I, done to you? You know what? It, it's crazy because at the time it wasn't that big a deal, but I definitely did have a friend sleep with a guy that I was dating uh, behind my back. Really? And actually, the guy told me about it. That's how I found out. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow. He actually you... told me that that when it happened, he told her, you know, I'm going to tell Angela about this. And she didn't believe him. Wow. And let me ask you a question. Who was, um, uh, do you still speak to that friend? Actually, yeah, I do. Because oh I was a lot younger back then. And Jeez. he wasn't like my man or nothing like that. But it did make still. me realize that that's not somebody I could trust. I've known her since I was young, so... Yeah, I, I had a, 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 I think the worst thing a friend has done to me is probably steal some money. I think mm. that was, you know, the thing, you know, That's when somebody. That's pretty bad, too. Yeah, you know, when somebody books you for a show, let's say they, let's say they book you for a show and let's say they book you for, let's say, $5,000. And they tell you, yo, we only made $2,000 tonight and they pocket 3000 so they actually made more than you. I had that happen to me I've definitely, I've definitely had people do that to me, too. Somebody who I thought I was friends with as well has told me this is the price they had and then kept some of it and didn't tell me. And then I ended up finding out when I spoke to the promoter. Yeah, that that that's happened to me before. So that's why I keep my circles very very Sheesh. small, and I only allow. It's certain hard people to have to good friends me. that that you can trust, isn't it? Yeah, very difficult. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. What's the foulest thing a friend has done to you? Hello, who's this? Uh, this is Brianna from Myrtle Beach. Now, Brianna, what's the foulest thing a friend has done to you? Well, me and my girlfriend been dating for two years, and turned to find out she was dating my girlfriend behind my back for a year and a half. Ooh. And I didn't find out until she was wearing my clothes. Mm. Oh, my God. The ultimate disrespect. So who are you more mad at? I am more mad at my friend because I could find it in my friend, you know, all the things that I was going through with my ex at the time. Then she turned around to sleep with her. I was like, what? Like, and then That's crazy. crazy. Y'all went to her back and dated for a year. She wearing your panties. She got a little herpes or a little Rona, and then she could just pass that oh on to you. Gosh, or maybe a bit, so a little bit of still, crabs. Do you still talk to her at all? <laughs> no, my best friend tries to call me now, and this happened like 2016. She tries to call me now, but it's like, nah, you crossed me once. I can't do it again. Nah, that's their character. You definitely can't do that again. All right. Well, thank you, Mama. Hello, who's this? Hello, this is Christina. Hey, Christina. We're asking, what's the foulest thing a friend has done to you? The foulest thing a friend has done to me is, to be honest, is try to get me to sleep with her man so she could break up with her man. And she was trying to be real slick. What? What kind of friendship is going on with that you? That is the most friend? ridiculous. Why didn't she just break up with him? What the hell? That's and how did she ask you? How did she, she ask, ask you? Me. So what happened? We were 
you know, partying, drinking, this, this, and that. And so I said, I'm tired. I'm about to go lay down. So I laid down in a room. And then she told her boyfriend to lay down. Go ahead. It's fine. Just lay down with her. She's okay. She's cool. And oh, then hell I, no. Yes. I was so mad. And you then I wake up and he over here, oh, yeah. I don't talk to her no more. Oh. But mm. we almost threw hands that night because I was like, this is ridiculous. She was like, oh, well, I was going to tell you. No. So you woke up and he's over there naked milking his cow yeah, and, and you looking like, what the hell's going on? She didn't say all that. Naked, but he, you know, he was <laughs> starting to take off his clothes, trying to touch me, trying to low key cuddle with me, all this other stuff. I was like, oh, hell no. Mm-mm-mm. Right. Don't try to give me your old trash who I'm not even attracted to. Get the hell out of here. Right. Put me in the he middle of no mess. Not cute either. And he was kind of stinky. That's why I was like, I'm just going to bed. Uh, there it goes. So if he wasn't cute, if he was cute and he wasn't stinky, you might have thought about it. That's a no. lot of ifs, sir. No. <laughs> that, right. That's a lot of ifs, sir. No, it doesn't matter. I don't care if he was Chris Brown. I would have kept it moving. Okay. Right. Okay. Shout out to Chris Brown. All right. Thank you, mama. And some people also respect girl code. I'm not sleeping with my friend's man. Like, period. My friend's ex, somebody who my friend dated. I'm not doing none of that. All right. 800-585-1051. We're asking, what's the foulest thing a friend has done to you? Call us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Call me. Add your opinions to the Breakfast Club Top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, if you just join us, we're asking, what's the foulest thing a friend has done to you? Now, from Black Ink Crew Chicago, Ryan Henry allegedly slept with his best friend's girl while he was fighting cancer. This is all alleged. So we're asking, right. what's the is- foulest thing somebody's done to you? I told you, I think somebody stole some money from me. Uh, I know for years, somebody stole one of her her handbags. Um, wow, somebody stole a handbag? That's definitely crazy. stole a handbag. Stole a handbag right out the right out the crib, and it was crazy because I think the handbag the person asked to borrow, so that was the only bag missing. So I know that was a little awkward and strange. Um, but we're asking, what's the craziest thing? Now, Yee, you said somebody slept with one of your, your your exes, right? Yeah, he wasn't really my boyfriend, but he was somebody I was dating at the time, and she slept with him. And he actually told her, I'm going to tell Angela, and she didn't believe it. And he really did tell me, and that was that. And then, yeah, I've had a lot of, I've, I've had people that, you know, have taken money from me also, but in a way, not like they stole actual cash, but just basically booked me for something, like you said, somebody I'm friends with. And my whole thing is, if you're my friend, I'll break you off. If you like, I have this, you know, for you, can you hit me off with this amount? I'll do that, no problem. I just don't like when people do it and don't even ask you. And they tell you, here's what they have, this is the budget, and then that's really not the budget, and then you find out they kept half the money. Gotcha. All right, well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's going on, man? Anonymous. Now, what's the worst thing a friend has done to you, bro? Man, I was in a relationship, and um, I had at one time it was a match on my um, on my man part. Well, actually, the testicle part. It was a what? It was a what? It was a cyst. Yeah, it was a, a cyst. cyst. You had a cyst on your penis. All right. Oh. Okay. No, not on my penis. On my on my. Okay, on your testicles. All right. Go ahead. Are Let's you sure it was right. a cyst? Okay. You know, Charlemagne's not here, but continue. Like Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it was on my um, on my testicle, and um, okay. you know, black men, we 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 don't, you know, we don't go get stuff checked out. So I was in. If a I got a, a cyst on my, b- 
Bro, I'm going to the doctor immediately. I ain't gonna. I ain't He's gonna just, just hoping it goes away. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the doctor. Right, go ahead. That's you. That's you. He's that's gonna put you. a little witch hazel on it. <laughs> right, that's you. Right, but everybody, you know, don't, they don't think like that. They just be scared. So, um, trade away. I um, I didn't do anything about it. So I was afraid, and I wasn't having sex with the girl I was with or whatever. So she was cheating on me with my friend, and um, wow. I do intuitive reading, so I knew. So I brought it, you know, to her attention, and she was telling me, like, you know, it was because of what I was going through, and they had their needs too. So what did the sis come? What is the sis come into play now? What is the the, the thing on your? Did come you to finally play? go to the doctor? Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm painful. more concerned about. <laughs> right. It's painful. It's, it's painful. Yeah, it's, it's very painful. It's very. So what painful. they do? They removed it. Yeah, they removed it. Yeah, they removed it. So you got it from oh, her. They, they I, was to... age, I was at the age I didn't want to get it removed because it actually um it it lessens the chances of having children. Oh wow! That's so. Did you get deep. it from her? It's not herpes, and no, it's a cyst. That it's a, it's a cyst. Why did you make it? You don't that? get something a cyst. Like, like he made it seem like he got it from her. No, he was embarrassed about it, so he didn't want to have sex because he didn't know what it was. Oh, so she was knocking off your friend because you didn't want to have sex with her. Mm-hmm. Right, and it was painful too. It was painful as well. Oh. oh my gosh, that's scary. I would have went to the listen. Now that's something you need to go. Everybody listening, if you have a painful cyst on your testicle, please go to the doctor. Yeah, it could be cancer, it could be a host of things. Yeah, go get that checked out. Yeah, that was you... the thing I was afraid. That was the thing I was afraid of. I was thinking it was cancer, but I was just I was afraid. Boy. So, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Bro, do you know if, if it would have been cancer, you know, if they caught it early, they could have probably, you know, made sure it was good. But if you just let it sit there, it could have got worse and worse and worse, bro. Man, I'm black. We don't think about that. Don't say that. That's not true. Listen, listen, we have to change that narrative, okay? Black men do go to the doctor. Black people do go to the doctor. And I'm encouraging anybody, if there's an issue, go Go to the doctor doctor. and fix it. Aren't you, don't you feel amazing now? Oh, of course, yeah, I do. I mean, because it's behind me. But, you know, at the time, you're not thinking about that. You know, you could say that because you wasn't going through it. However, when you're going through it, your mind is playing games on you. You're thinking you're going to die. You're thinking, you know... Bro, go to the doctor immediately. Matter of fact, put your hand in your pants right now and check to make sure you don't have any other, boy. I just checked mine to make sure I'm good. Matter of fact, I just went yesterday, so I'm good now. All right. There you go. You know, it was before then. But, yeah, that's what happened. And, you know, that's what I feel like is going on now because um, his his friend actually had cancer. Mm -hmm. Ryan's friend has cancer. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what's going on with him now. All right. Well, thank you, brother. I love how we got away from the fact that the story was about his girl cheating on him. Yeah, I don't know. All we cared about was his... The the, the cancer. Jeez, yes. All right. Uh, Is there more to the story? (laughs) Go to the doctor. (laughs) Yeah, get yourself checked out. (laughs) That's the moral, man. If something's wrong, please go see a doctor. Take care of it. All right. Now, now Charlemagne, we thought was coming in. We don't know where Charlemagne is, but... A donkey of the day is coming up. If you want to give anybody donkey, could be your mama, could be your baby mama, could be, it doesn't even matter who it is. If you want to give somebody donkey that you don't like, phone lines are wide open, 800-585-1051. Now, we got rumors on the way, Yee? Yes, we are going to talk about Megan Thee Stallion, and she actually did an article for the New York Times. It's kind of her own, in her own words, and we'll tell you what she had to say. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Megan Thee Stallion. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. 
Well, Megan Thee Stallion wrote a piece for the New York Times, and I thought it was amazing. It's called Why I Speak Up for Black Women. She said, I'm not afraid of criticism and protect black women should, be controver- should not be controversial. And she said, uh, in the weeks leading up to the election, black women are expected once again to deliver victory for Democratic candidates. We have gone from being unable to vote legally to a highly courted voting block all in little more than a century. Despite this, and despite the way so many have embraced messages about racial justice this year, black women are still cons- constantly disrespected and disregarded in so many areas of life. I was recently the victim of an act of violence by a man after a party. I was shot twice as I walked away from him. We were not in a relationship. Truthfully, I was shocked that I ended up in that place. My initial silence about what happened was out of fear for myself and my friends. Even as a victim, I've been met with skepticism and judgment. The way people have publicly questioned and debated whether I played a role in my own violent assault proves that my fears about discussing what happened were unfortunately warranted. She said, after a lot of self-reflection on that incident, I realized that violence against women is not always connected to being in a relationship. Instead, it happens because too many men treat all women as objects, which helps them to justify inflicting abuse against us when we choose to exercise our own free will. Here's some more of what Megan Thee Stallion had to say. What does it mean to be a woman of color? She's got to be strong because that's just the expectation. Loving herself, but not too much because then she's conceited. Being his lady in the streets, but his freak in the sheets. Inheriting her grandma's love, but always loving the wrong one. Twerking for her man, but not with her friends being constantly told she's too much or not enough. The most disrespected person is the black woman. Constantly having to prove she's a victim because society sides with a man. Not being able to express her traumas because she can't show no weakness. Now, I know I'm focusing on this a lot, but I thought, and for everybody listening, you should read this entire piece for the New York Times that she did. I thought it was very powerful. Mm-hmm. I related a lot to things that she had to say. Sometimes it's things that I haven't been able to put in words, but I thought it was amazing, uh, the article that she wrote for the New York Times. Here's some more of Megan Thee Stallion talking about how black women are unprotected and mistreated. It's constantly told that she's too dark, too thin, too thick, too much of a bitch. Being murdered, beaten, abused, then question if she evoked all of it. She marches for everyone else, riots for everyone else, dies for everyone else. She loves everyone else lives for everyone else. But when it comes down to her, it ain't a mother in sight. The system as a whole has filled her. You've never been shot. You don't know her pain. Say her name. 18. No, she's absolutely right. We definitely have to protect our black women. We have to protect. We have to make sure we defend. And we have to make sure we always have their back. Absolutely, positively. And sometimes it could be just really subtle things, but I think for her, you never would anticipate that you would get backlash because you got shot. Yeah, I mean, the, the, like, the thing with, I, it makes no sense. The thing with with, with Megan is is you know the, the, with with that whole situation, nobody talked about what happened. So when you don't speak about what happened, people just decide that they're going to make their own conclusions in their head. So nobody knows. But if she says she was shot twice as she walked away, we have to believe that she was shot twice. She has fragments I mean, and and she had to have surgery on her foot, so she was shot. Like, she was hit. But like she said, she was scared to speak up because exactly what she thought would happen, and I agree with her. You try to defend yourself. You try to tell the truth. People come at you. They think it's a joke. They post memes. You know, that can be really hard on your psyche as well. Well, And I'm sure for her it has been. And exactly what she thought would happen did happen. Then people start questioning you. Well, did you really do that? Well, what really happened? Well, were you the person this? Were you jealous? What really went down? And it's like, dude, I just got violently shot. Well, that and the fact that Tory said he didn't do it. 
You know what I mean? So it's two sides and nobody else was in that car. So, of course, people are going to make their own conclusions. You know, because Tori said he didn't do it. She said, mm-hmm. you know, she alluded to Tori did do it. So it's like, you know, nobody honestly knows. So, you know, people make their own conclusions. Well, when this trial starts, I guess we'll hear everything. And yeah, both sides. All yeah. right. Now, let's talk about some real positive things, too, as well. There's going to be a Georgia elementary school named after Michelle Obama. So, listen, think about how amazing that is. You know what? Sometimes, and I was thinking about this the other day, we go to these schools and they're named after people who were awful human beings. And we don't even know who they are, these schools that people attend. Correct. And so when you go to a school that's named after Michelle Obama, think about the feeling that that gives you, that you could be proud of the person that your school is named after. Absolutely. That's dope. Yeah, that's amazing. And shout out to Killer Mike also. Uh, Killer Mike is actually going to be getting uh, the Billboard. This is the first time they're doing this, too. It's a Billboard Changemaker Award. And he's the first recipient of that award. So they just made that announcement yesterday. And they said the award honors the artists or group that speaks truth to power through their music, celebrity, and community. They are socially conscious, politically aware, active in their community, and charitable with time, money, and or influence to improve the lives of others. Yeah, he definitely so deserves that Killer award. Mike. He does a lot for the community. And I know people always want to see me and Killer Mike go back and forth with each other about stupid things. But you don't know that me and no Killer love. Mike are friends. And we speak to each other all the time, definitely about real estate and definitely about encouraging our own to learn about real estate and really encourage and help our own get real estate and get funding and help with credit. So we, we talk a lot. You know, we're in the same drive of helping our community. But Killer Mike definitely a thousand percent deserves it. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, Charlemagne is out. We don't know where Charlemagne is. He was supposed to be here this morning, but I don't I know. I told y'all he wasn't coming. I was like, when, did y'all not hear what I heard yesterday when he said he wasn't coming in? No, he told me he was. Oh, he I lied. Him, he said he was. I mean, maybe his flight yeah. got delayed. We don't know. But um, so he's not here. So we're opening up the phone lines. If you want to give somebody donkey of the day, 800-585-1051. Whoever you want to give donkey to, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's your time to nominate a donkey of your own. Remember now, that is how they choose. Call in now, 800-585-1051. Hello, who's this? This is Kira. Hey, Kira, who you want to give donkey to? My baby dad. Oh, boy, what's your baby Uh-oh. daddy do? <laughs> he, he, you know, he's the epitome of a joke. Not a donkey, just a joke. Why is he a joke? What do you do to you, mama? Basically, I've been with him five years. We were childhood sweethearts. We got back together, long story short, had a daughter we prayed on. All of a sudden, he left me. Left me for some chick with five kids. Not one of oh. them are here. He lived 10 minutes away. Ride through, don't stop by, say hey, bye, nothing. Damn. Go on live right. on Facebook, talk about us. Don't do nothing for the kids, nothing. And I just don't get it. It's like a real donkey to me. Okay, I'm glad you got that off your chest. Wow. But he, does, he doesn't, does he have kids with you? You said yes? Yeah, we have a daughter together. She's almost five years old. She loves him, but he rides through the hood with his other stepdaughter. Doesn't even pay her no attention. Damn it, man. Yeah, he's a donkey. I'm sorry, mama. That's and the hardest part right there, man, the kids. They're both donkeys. Well, don't give her the donkey. Oh, yeah, they're both donkeys. 
All right. I, think, look, I do think when you're in a relationship with somebody and you see they're not taking care of their kids, you should make them step out. I can't even be with somebody that didn't handle their business. Yeah, but he might be telling her, my baby mom wild and she mad this, mad that. You know, you never okay, know. Okay, and doing. then that's when you tell your man, okay, well, then you need to make sure you still see your your child some way, somehow. If you got to go to court, give visitation, get somebody to mediate. But she don't, she don't let me not, see my daughter. You know how she actually don't let me see my daughter. She used my daughter against and me. And you still got to go to court. You're right. Hello, who's this? Gloria. Hey, Doria. Who you want to give donkey to no, this morning? Gloria. Oh, Gloria. I'm sorry. Gloria. <laughs> Doria. <laughs> Doria. <laughs> Who you want to give donkey to? To my ex-boyfriend, Tim. <laughs> my ex-boyfriend's Why? son. Why? What How old is he? ex-boyfriend's no, son do? It's my ex-boyfriend, Tim. Oh. Oh, okay. I it's your phone. It ain't us. It ain't, it ain't our ears. It's your phone. But why I you want to give Gloria, donkey though? <laughs> I want to give him donkey of the day because I dealt with this man for four years and he refused to introduce me to his kids or his family. He's trying to keep me a secret for four years. Whoa. <laughs> he got something else going on, lady. Yeah, I've um, looked into social media because, you know, us women, we're nosy, and he's like living mm-hmm. a whole different life when it comes to his kids, his baby mom, and his family. Absolutely. And I can't believe that for this long you didn't meet them. At all. I've been trying. I've talked to him. I give him ultimatums. I got to the point yesterday. I said, you know what? Four years, it's over. Goodness now, Gloria, you might have to give yourself donkey of the day for taking four years to end that. Oh, I'll take that, but he needs it first. <laughs> All okay, right. I'm with you. There's a lot of dudes. Sometimes we let things drag out. What kind of excuses could he give you for four years? I don't know. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Derek from uh, Murder Beach, South Carolina. Hey, who you want to give donkey to, bro? My neighbor. I want to give my neighbor donkey of the day, man. This is uh, a serious situation. She uh, she had a boyfriend two weeks ago, got in a shootout with the police. And he actually killed a cop because she wanted what? to break up with her. Anyway, long story short, she's living back in that same apartment this morning with a new man, with the man that she wanted to break up with the other guy for. And I just think, I just think that whole situation is pretty trippy. It sounds very messy. Stay yeah, far very away. Messy. Yeah. Yeah, well, actually, they stay three doors down from it, but we're in the process of moving now. But... <laughs> yeah. yeah, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, stay in, that, stay in the house. <laughs> All right, well, that was Donkey of the Day. 800-585-1051. Charlemagne is out today. But when we come back, let's open up the phone lines. Now, uh, what's the craziest encounter you had with a Karen? Mm. We've been dealing with this for so long. <laughs> now, the reason this comes up is I was looking on Ball Alert. Shout out to uh, Robin from Ball Alert. They had a story where uh, a Karen came up to this neighbor's house and was mad and screaming because they had a Black Lives Matter flag on their lawn. So we're asking... Everybody's the- mad. Why does that make people so mad? I still don't even understand it. I also saw on Baller Alert, uh, Pennsylvania's lieutenant governor's wife, uh, Giselle Barreto-Fetterman, she was a target of racially motivated verbal assault. She was at the grocery store, and a woman actually lowered her mask to say, you're an N-word. That is crazy. So let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Uh, what was your craziest encounter with uh, Karen? Uh, you Have you had one yet? I've had plenty. I mean, I had people just try to step in front of me and, on, in line on numerous occasions. I definitely had somebody call me the N-word before. 
Mm-hmm. Now, I'm recently, trying to think about more recent ones, but I haven't. I don't. I can't think of one that just happened recently. Yeah. No. Recently, I um, you know, I go riding on my bike a lot, and sometimes we ride through areas where it's not. It's white areas. And, you know, the other day when we were riding through an area, it was an area in Jersey, and uh, some white person screamed, get out of our neighborhood, and, you know, and things like that. And I just tell them to suck my from the back, you bastard. Um, That's the only thing. Me riding the bike, I see a lot of it, and I see a lot of Karens, men and women, screaming at me for riding our bikes through, you know, their neighbor, they their, their quote unquote neighborhoods, but we continue to ride and we don't give a f. But anyway, eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Call us now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about Karens, and we're asking what's the craziest encounter you had with a Karen. Now, this comes from a story I was reading on Ball Alert where uh, a lady uh, ran up on this other lady's house because she had a Black Lives Matter flag on her lawn. Now, I've had situations, Mm -hmm. you know, I ride my bike a lot, and sometimes we ride through all different neighborhoods. And a couple of times, you know, uh, white people have shouted out to me, get out my neighborhood, uh, called us the N-word a couple of times. But I just, you know, call them words back. So we're asking, and now, yeah, you had uh, some situations, right? Yeah, but it was never anything like when people film, you know, people coming at them and doing all, I've never had a situation that I definitely had people call me the N-word on a few different occasions, but it's never been anything that escalated. Yeah, no, nah, that never escalated. That might be but- because of me, though, because I'm definitely not the escalation type of person. I'll mm-hmm. just laugh and be like, all right. All right, well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hi, Aaliyah. Hey, Aaliyah. We're asking, you know, have you had an encounter with a Karen? Yes, I did. I was at a Walmart, and this was my, I have a 10-month-old now, but this is when she was, like, maybe a month old, Mm -hmm. and I was getting formula for her, and a lady, a Karen, walked up to me, and she did it smooth, and she was like, oh, your baby is cute and everything, and then she went into asking why I was buying formula instead of not breastfeeding. And I just told her, you know, my breast milk didn't come through, and she just went off for me. Wow. You need to eat better. You need to do this. You need to do that. You Why is that her business? Formula. Yeah, you talk too much to her. I would have I cut that I conversation a long time, way before that. But I said, I was like, you need to mind your business, and I walked away. She kind of followed me to the next aisle, but I let, I just let her know, like, you what? need to get away from me before you, you be sad about the outcome of this conversation. That is yeah. crazy. I'm sorry. Yeah, you, you, I, don't, I don't even know why you had that conversation with that. In, in I'm sorry that happened to you. But, you know, sometimes you'd be yeah, really trying to explain. Right. See, I could have been sad. Like, I mean, I was sad about not being able to breastfeed, but I could have broke down crying. I could have been through, like, yep. postpartum depression. Like, she don't know the type of person I am, but I just let her know she needs to mind her business. All right. She lucky Thank you're not so the much. type of person to punch her in her face. Yeah. Hello, who's this? This is Ashley from St. So, Ashley, we're asking, what's the craziest encounter you had with a, uh, a Karen? So, while I was at work, one of our patients came up to me, and she was like, hey, what do you like? What do you guys like to be called? I know it's not n- Whoa. And what did you say? <laughs> oh, my God. I was just like, Ashley would do. I mean, that would be great. Our name, you know, would be awesome. Thank you. Wow, Ashley, nice that and was calm. Nice of you. Yeah, that was nice and calm. That could have went left. Calm. I was just like, listen, I'm not losing my job today. Just, you know, got to run right. with it. Wow. That's crazy. You know, what sometimes do you do? people be doing, sometimes people try it. Like, they do stuff on purpose. 
And what and do you do, Ashley? I think, I think that she wanted to use the word. And it was like, oh, like, well, let me form it in a question and I'll get away with using the word. So you could have said, well, what is your name, ma'am? Because I know you don't like to be called crack-ass cracker. You should have said that back. Well, I I'm, turning it, <laughs> I'm turning into Charlemagne. I mean, that just made me so upset. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I would. <laughs> <laughs> We right, over here on this when proud. they go he low, we go high vibe, right? No, yeah, he would be proud. We, we vibe high. 800-585-1051. We're asking, what's the craziest encounter you had with, uh, I was going to say with a cracker. What's the craziest encounter? See, Charlamagne, where are you, man? What's the craziest encounter that you had with a Karen? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yeah. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're asking, what's the craziest encounter you had with a Karen? Hello, who's this? Yeah, we've been seeing all these Karens on the news. Yeah, people are going crazy. They're losing their mind. Hello, who's this? Hey, peace and blessings. How you guys doing today, man? I got hey, Sean Stone. Hang up. All right, what's up, Angela? Sean Stone, what happened while I was gone? I saw a lot of people going in. Or what, what went down? Uh, I don't know what went down. I'm kind of okay. confused. Yeah, now you, we talk about it Sean. We're right. asking, what's oh, the craziest God. encounter you had with a Karen, bro? So, you know I'm, I'm living in Jersey, right? So, I'm yep. happening on the parkway. So, you know... On the parkway, you're supposed to go fast or drive up your car. So I blow my horn as soon as I got on the parkway because there was a car in front of me. So for some reason, I try to go around the lady now. She hopped in the middle lane. So I said, all right, let me go to the left lane. Then she hopped in the left lane and stepped on her brake, bro. So then I said, you know what? Let me slow down. I go around her, and I keep some rocks in my car. I just threw what? the rocks in her window, man, and it sped off, man. You know Sean Stone rock. don't mess with nobody. Wait, now, Sean, now, I ain't gonna front, is that man. what they That's call you, one. Sean Stone? <laughs> now, Sean Stone, you keep rocks in your car just for the purpose of throwing them at people? Well, not just the purpose of throwing it at people. Just in the purpose of throwing at people that doing road rage on the road. Now, Sean, uh, you can't be acting stupid. Yes, sir. I want to applaud you because I used to do the same thing. I used to keep pennies or, or old McDonald uh, cups in my car back in the day. I used to do that all the time. But okay. I grew up. I realized that I'm if saying, I throw something I'm at somebody's saying, car, they could pull out a gun and shoot at me. So I said, you know envy, what? Let me grow up, envy. breathe, and let it go. And that's true. That's true. But Envy, she's stepping on her brake. She's trying to harm my life, my brother. We are on the parkway speeding, and she's right, but if, stepping on her brake. I but if you throw a rock, let's say you threw a rock, right? It hit a windshield. And it broke it her cracked, windshield. It, now you're wrong. And died. Well, no, I see your, your, your point. You know what I mean? I don't want nobody <laughs> oh to die. See that? You got to well, think Joe, about that. I thought about that, die. too. Sean, no stone. Yeesh, you wanted me to die. She was stepping on the brake. All right, Sean Stone. Sean Stone, uh, yeah. I, you, I don't think you should throw rocks out the window at people anymore. I that could, mad. You back, could... back in the day, I would do that. Mm -hmm. I would do something stupid like that. But I, Sometimes I, I, I wish I had something in my car to throw, in, and I thank God I didn't. True. Hello, who's this? This is Elliot. Elliot, good morning. Hey, good morning, DJ Angelique. Good morning. We're asking, what's the craziest <laughs> encounter you had with a, a, a Karen? I kind of had the same encounter you had. I worked for Amazon, and I'm driving through the neighborhood, and it was called an uh, N-word, right? Mm -hmm. And I was just thinking about what you said about how you rode the bike through the neighborhood. And one thing that was on my mind is I wish I could have went back to that neighborhood and bought property there. Yeah. And you had the money to do it. So if you find something in that neighborhood, I hope you go pay for it. Yeah, well, you know what? It, th that happened one time too. I was looking. Uh, I was looking at this property, 
in a nice area in Jersey. And, and it was crazy because I had my wife and I think I had Madison with me, my daughter. And I was looking at this property and a neighbor called the police and said that I was vandalizing the property. And um, wow. I tried to buy that property. Somebody outbid me, but I was going to buy that property. And I was just going to rent it out to everybody I know from the hood for free. I was going to charge a dollar right. a month for rent just to just to piss the neighbors off. But I didn't win that property. But Evan, you live in a nice you neighborhood think, now. Mm -hmm. You think I do. They don't stop you. I, I, no, they don't. I got a restaurant called Fourth and One. I'm opening right now because I'm trying to get build my wealth. It's in Cincinnati, Ohio. Fourth and One restaurant. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I we go there. Nice we got to check it out. I live in a nice neighborhood now, but they don't, my neighbors are, are cool. They know who I am. They don't bother me. The police know who I am. Everybody's cool in my neighborhood. But every once in a while, you got to curse somebody out. But that's, that's, that's life, you know, but uh, my neighbors are cool. Really cool. No problem. It here. sucks that that's life, man. It sucks that life is every now and then, if somebody doesn't know who you are and you're a black person in a nice neighborhood, you might got to curse somebody out. Yeah. One of, one of my friends who uh, got on my bike, borrowed my bike, he rode his bike to Dunkin' Donuts to get a coffee. And on the way back, a, a little white kid was like, uh, called the police 911. It was like, this is black guy stealing a bike in the neighborhood. And, you know, we had to yell at that little kid it, it, and scare him. But um, other than that, I haven't had It's no crazy because that don't happen to white people. Like, white people never are told, like, what are you doing in this neighborhood? Nobody's ever calling the cops on them because they Speak look like yourself. they don't belong. Speak for yourself. I definitely called a cop on uh, on a white kid one time. He he rang my doorbell. He looked crazy. I called. I said, it looks like there's a white guy out there. It looks like he's on meth. It looks like he's on well, crack. Well, he rang your doorbell. I think that's different. It was but 4 o'clock in the morning. It was 4 right. in the morning I'm saying, that's different. Scared. That's different. But I'm saying being somewhere, just the act oh, of no. walking down the street or riding a bike. No. Mm -mm. All right. That well, doesn't happen. No, not at all. Well, we got rumors on the way. What are we talking about? Yes, Mariah Carey, everybody's been talking about her memoirs. Well, now there's some people who don't like it and they're very upset. We'll tell you what they had to say because they feel like being left out of that memoir means that uh, they feel like they never existed. Wow, what man was that? That must have been an ex. All right, we'll talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. gossip. The Rumor Report. Angela Yee. It's the Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Allure has a problem with not being mentioned in Mariah Carey's new memoir, The Meaning of Mariah. So she did talk about Crave. That was a boutique record label that her ex-husband, Tommy Mottola, created for her. But she did not mention Allure. She just said that Crave was a short-lived project that ended as her marriage to Tommy Mottola was reaching in its final days. Now, Allure called out Mariah Carey on Instagram. They said, for years, we've always taken the high road. When it came to our career, dealt with people having their own opinions about what went down with us and Mariah, hearing rumors that one of us assaulted her, people saying we were bitter. At the end of the day, we have and always will feel strongly about principle. You had a label and we were your first act. We remember people always saying you guys were like the wallpaper at Crave. Shared moments and trusted you with our lives while also spending time with you and you sharing with us. Never did we ever compromise that. We've always stayed quiet and been nice about everything, although we didn't receive the same back. One thing that's sickening is being treated as if we never existed. You know what's so crazy? I didn't, I didn't know, know. law was signed to Mariah Carey. I thought they were Trackmasters group. And I'm thinking about it now. They had a hot song. What was the song? <laughs> the song with Nas. Remember, he'd be like, Allure, when your album dropping? dropping. <laughs> yeah, they, that's, the, that's the only record I ever remember from Allure. I honestly thought that they were signed to Trackmasters. I had no idea Mariah Carey had anything to do I with Allure. Maybe that's the reason why Allure's so pissed off. 
Yeah, uh, that's part of the problem, they say. <laughs> and then, but let's be fair, like in a memoir, there's a lot of things I'm sure Mariah could have talked about that she didn't. And a mm-hmm. lot of people, they get left out. So it's hard because she's had a, a eventful life. So The crazy thing is I would have played a lawyer in the mix this morning, but I, I don't even have an law record in my um my Serato. I mean, you're taking it too far now. Leave them alone. I, oh, They're yeah, I do, I do. I do have Head Over Heels. Yeah, I do have Head Over Heels. Yeah, my that's bad. the song, Head Over Heels. Yeah, head All right, now, Black Youngster was arrested. We told you this. So the reason he was arrested was on weapons charges, and he has since been released on bond. So he was found, according to police, with a handgun between his legs. He was arrested for unlawful possession of a firearm by a felon, and he was later released on $5,000 bond. Okay. Black youngster, that's a wild boy right there. He definitely is. He's a good time. <laughs> All right, now, Selena, the series is going to debut in December on Netflix. Are y'all excited for that? It's coming out December 4th, and here is the teaser trailer. Do you trust your father? Yes. If you keep practicing pretty soon, it's all going to pay off. Just watch. When I see you on that stage, I still see the six-year-old girl singing in our backyard. So this is all going to chart Selena's rise from her beginnings in Texas, very humble beginnings, to becoming a superstar. Remember, she was only 23 years old when she was shot and killed. Yeah, you know, the, the crazy part is, um, I know people joke and say I'm Latino, but I really don't know much about Selena. I, I, I really honestly don't. So I'm excited about this the, the movie because I really know nothing about it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure Dramos knows. Right. I'm sure Dramos will fill me in about, about Selena. Hell yeah, I'm excited oh about this gosh. one. Where did you Yeah, you know, you, you just talked to me. You just referenced me. <laughs> <laughs> you just, yeah, you just drew him into the conversation. Know, exactly. All right. And Tony Braxton has a problem with Tamar Braxton's ex, David Adafeso. Now, uh, Tony Braxton, and you know, you never see Tony Braxton uh, just really comment on anything, but she posted on Instagram David, you weasel, you ferret. You are beyond contempt. Once again, do not include my children in your shenanigans. Please leave my family alone. I have no idea what David did, but I'm sure we're going to find out. And here's what Tawanda Braxton had to say. It's okay. She's just really pissed off at David, as we all are. We don't appreciate the way that he's handling the situation. It's just, it's even deeper than you guys can even imagine. And, you know, like she said, you don't involve the children. And David went over the line when it comes to that. Somebody said, drop David's address, please. I can't do that. (laughs) But I would say, my words is that I believe that he's a loser boy. You know what? If anything, this might have actually brought the Braxton family closer together. And and a lot of times that's that's what usually happens when there's a, when there's an outsider trying to hurt your family. That's when the family gets strong and they get tighter and they will whip you and jump your ass. And Tony that's right, right. We yeah, could beef with each other. We could beef with each other, but let somebody from the outside come in and try to beef with us, then it's on. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, happy birthday to Ashanti. Today, Ashanti turns the big 4-0. She's 40 today. Yes, Ashanti still looking amazing. So we're going to get some joints on in the mix. Get your request in right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hiring is challenging, but there's one place you can go where hiring is simple and smart. The place is ZipRecruiter, where growing businesses connect to qualified candidates. Try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash breakfast. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. 
It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, um, I don't know what happened with Charlemagne today. I know he's supposed to be back. I told y'all all along he wasn't coming in today. I don't know why no. no one listens to me. He was yesterday. He said he's not coming. No, nah, he didn't say that. He didn't say. I that. heard he him say it. Nah, because he, uh, I know he had a flight that landed, uh, supposed to land, I think, at 5 a.m., and he was supposed to come to the station, but I, I guess the flight was delayed, and that was the reason why he didn't make it in. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, All but right. he'll be Just back tomorrow. Weather. Yeah, Revolt will be back tomorrow as well, and when we come back, we got the positive note. And let me shout out to everybody. You know I do these uh, seminars, but because, because of COVID, we're not doing them, although a bunch of arenas are, are inviting me, like, come on down. I just don't want to bring a whole bunch of people come to Come on down. Room. Nah, I just think it's not safe as yet. Maybe when the vaccine comes, mm -hmm. we'll do it. So we're doing a webinar online. And during the webinar, we're going to break down a one-family house. So we bought a one-family house. We're going to do everything from demo to repair to electric to plumbing to roofing to windows. And we're going to show people how we do it and how to save money and, you know, how to cut corners where you could to just, you know, make sure the profit is extra big. So for more information, click the link in my bio. We break down the one-family house so you get to see how we do it from start to flip. All this right. is how we do it. That's right. You know I'm redoing a brownstone here in Brooklyn, and you know that's quite a process, and it's in a landmark. So if anybody's in Brooklyn and cares about that, maybe I'll document some of that for you guys as well. Because yeah, it's like really interesting. There's a, there's a lot of things that you try to restore in these brownstones, a lot of original details. But with the landmark, you have to get permits for everything, and then the landmark has to approve it. So it's uh, quite a long and tedious process, and I don't know when it's going to be done. Oh, boy. All right, well, when we come back, we got the positive notice to Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, Yee, you got a positive note? I sure do, and I want to represent Brooklyn in my positive note and the late and great Shirley Chisholm. You know, she was the first African-American woman elected to the United States Congress, and she was the first woman to run for the presidential nomination for the Democrats. And she said, you don't make progress by standing on the sidelines, whimpering and complaining. You make progress by implementing ideas. Breakfast club, bitches. Y'all finished or y'all done? 